Hey guys, hey ladies, hey friends, hey foes. We just wanted to take a second to remind you that while we're okay swearing when little ears are listening, you might not be, and that's okay. So here's your chance to pause us and wait for nap time, or pop in your earbuds. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Done Playing by the Rules, the podcast, if you didn't know. I'm Jenna. <laughs> I'm Janelle. What are we talking about today? Sex, okay, so there- Marriage, all of it? No, we're skipping them. We're going to come back around to those ones on the next one. Oh. There's two things that have been surprising to me since we started going live with the podcast. And one of them is how few people in our age and demographic listen to podcasts. <laughs> You're welcome for opening up your world to podcasts. And please, if you want recommendations that aren't us, because we are podcast junkies. Isn't that literally a podcast too? Podcast junkie or something? Crime junkie. Oh, crime junkie. I was thinking of that. Don't get, it. Um, Don't get your podcast confused. Sorry. And we have a lot of recommendations, so we would love to help you guys through that. We have the good, the bad, the okay stuff. Yeah. And my husband and- listens to them too, so he has like a whole other set of genre if you're into anything. And my husband has never listened to a podcast and I don't think he's ever listened to my podcast. So we have the whole, I know, but honestly it's better because then I can say whatever I want. Um, Two things that have surprised me and you lately, how few people listen to podcasts and how little people know about being vegan, vegetarian, plant-based and the different like spectrum there. And, and I didn't expect so much interest in it. I don't know about you, but I've yeah. got a lot of like questions. And I think it's something that I don't put out there often that we're vegan. If you know us, you know we're vegan. And every now yeah. and then I'll put a little plug or something here and there, but it's not all over my Instagram, my Facebook. So I was kind of surprised when people were like, I want to hear more about you guys being vegan. And I thought that it's was been a hot topic. And I yeah. had no idea it would be interesting to anyone. I always was like, well, that's probably the boringest thing to right? ever be discussed. And people really want to know about it. And I think that this plant based movement is gaining so much traction oh that people are curious about it. And we're going to talk about the differences in vegetarian, plant based, vegan, they all have kind of a little bit of differences to them. They're kind of like Christianity. Like they're all in the same little yeah. like bubble, but they have their different like right. parts. Um, I'm not going to lie though. This whole plant-based veganism movement has made my life so much easier. Because <laughs> when we started out, it wasn't really a thing and it has made my life so much easier, which I can't wait to get into. So It's so crazy. And you and I have we're very different on the spectrum of what we eat day in and day out. Mm -hmm. And we have different reasons for doing it. And we have different strengths and weaknesses. And so I don't think, I think people kind of paint vegans as with like one broad stroke. Oh my God. And it's so different for everyone. Like I will say, I've had a lot of people say, well, aren't your meals, I think I would get bored if I was a vegan. I'm like, first of all, since being vegan, I have probably eaten more foods than I ever would have before, as well as my Mm -hmm. kids. And second of all, I think that they think it's like lettuce and salad and it's not. It's such a different world. And when we have people over, I can't tell you how many times they're like, there's no way this is vegan. Are you sure this is? And I'm like, we don't have animal products in our house. So yes, it's vegan. I assure Um, you. Yes. And I will say it makes it so much easier for play dates. Like when we play with you, because 
there's no question. It's just like here, here, here versus it does get a little dicey sometimes when we go on play dates because people I think forget and they forget, okay, I'm not giving them a piece of bacon, but they forget it has cheese and milk and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. like my daughter who's never had that, like, I mean, we don't want to know what would happen if she did. It's not a great, it's not a great potty situation whenever no. my kids, so we cheat occasionally. So we're considered more plant-based because we will cheat. One of the neighbors grandparents gave Mikey like an icicle popsicle or uh, ice cream popsicle the other day and I was like meh it happens but like then I give him lactate because oh, he, okay? he was fine but like Zach's luckily fell on the ground because you know Zach has way more trouble with lactose than Mikey yes. it's a different thing that you have to be prepared and you were vegan long before I was mm-hmm. and I remember you were talking outside of the preschool because our sons went to preschool together and you were talking to the teachers and they were like, we're having birthday cake or whatever today. I didn't know you yet. They said, can Ezra have it? And you said he gets to pick because Ezra had Oreos, which shout out our vegan. Uh, We live on Oreos. There's a lot of vegan stuff that I'm like, really? Um, When we said that, I want to know. Like, were you? Oh, I've always been like interested in all things. So I was like, but what you said was really cool because you just said he gets to make the choice. Yeah. And that has been a huge thing we've implemented in our veganism. And that's something I read in some of the articles about was it makes things kind of socially awkward for kids if you are like, we are, oh, and bless you if you are, if you're only vegan and that's your life. And Jenna, I think, is closer to only vegan and that's your life. But also we are, I, my family will go to a pizza and cake birthday party and not really think much about it. Yeah, And there's a very wide spectrum. We're not all just a bunch of vegans that don't shave our armpits and go to like protests every weekend. And like, I will say, there's a like, lot of reasons to do it. I think you and I are both really good about not shaming people. Like I go to barbecues. I go to cook uh-huh, yeah. and I just bring my own or eat sides and I've never, you know, like even my grandma that comes to visit, she is meat through and through, but I will say the more she visits us, the less she sees the need to eat meat when she's at our house. Yeah. But I never shamed her. You know, if she asked, I would tell her and I would give her as yeah. much information as I could and let her make that choice. It's not the choice I would make, but I've never like made her feel bad because no. it's a choice and I have my reasons and no one is going to change them. So I feel yeah. like I should have the same respect for someone else. Doesn't mean Yeah. And my sister it, but- came to visit 2 weeks ago and we she's gluten-free. We also try to be gluten-free. She's like strict gluten-free celiac disease and we try to be because it doesn't make us feel great. And yeah. so we were just going to gluten-free restaurants that had a vegan option and a regular option and she was getting regular pizza and we were getting vegan gluten-free pizza. Like oh, that's awesome. It's not a make or break deal. Like it doesn't yeah. I'm not sitting there like, "Oh my gosh, look at this. This is mm-hmm. terrible." Like I have no judgment. It's right. And I can't speak – I'm not a vegan representative, so I'm not yeah. going to say, like, there aren't judgmental vegans because I'm. there's judgmental everything. There is. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think that there are people that are a lot more passionate about it, and I am very passionate about it yeah. for my family's sake, if that makes sense. Yeah. I would love it if the whole world did it, but at the same yeah. time, I know that we have to be inclusive, and so that's just kind of the stance we've taken as a family. I love to answer questions about it. 
However, I have an awful memory and I'm really bad at numbers. I think they know by now, Jenna. Yeah, right. They listen to any of the episodes. So when people start picking my brain, I'm like, wait, hold on. I know why we do it, but let me remember this well, and this and, and this. And we also even had to talk about you and I feed our kids and ourselves the same supplements every day, every mm-hmm. single day for a year. And I still don't know what they are. Every yeah. time I go to the doctor, I have to write them down. Oh and it's gosh, just. Yes. It's a part of our life, so you don't think about it. It's like when it's like we you... researched the shit out of it, and now it's in our at lives. one point, and then yeah, deleted. <laughs> exactly, and now I'm researching like something else, you know. And it's... yeah. So, do we want to get into like how we got started? I think that's yeah. Because I don't know my... your story at all, and I just tra- I followed your trailblaze. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I did a little dance. If you can, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, so we have been vegan for three years, but vegetarian. I will say. I've been pretty much vegetarian for seven. So we kind of went to the extreme. We were huge in the CrossFit. I did like two a days, super fit, and we did paleo. So we're eating like pounds We've done of all meat these, yeah. Like meat, meat, meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would say I looked my best, but I didn't feel my best. No. It was Agreed. Such like a, I had very little energy despite how much protein I was eating. Yeah. I had tummy issues. If I ate anything that was outside of the realm of like, like even if I went to a restaurant and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get fajitas because I don't, I, can't, I won't eat the tortilla. I'll just eat like the meat and the veggies, like whatever they cook in it. I mean, it was like, where's the bathroom? The sodium is oh. hard on that stuff. Yeah. And then I felt awful for days. And I will say being vegan, like if I eat something, like there are stuff that upsets my stomach, but my stomach is so much in a better shape shape now. So much better. Yeah. And my energy is so much better. So then fast forward, we got pregnant and I could not eat meat. It was the nastiest thing to me. And of (laughs) course I grew up thinking like meat should be your main source, your main everything. It should be the main part of your meal. The biggest thing on your plate. That's how we grew up. Like Mm -hmm. you have meat and then you have sides. So I'm thinking I have to take care of my baby. So at this point we're living in a hotel because we're between houses. Like extended stay hotel. So I go and buy a whole chicken and decide to cook it in a hotel. It was the everything about this story is so gross. (laughs) And I have never looked back. And I'm just like, and then I was like finding myself, if I had to eat meat, I had to dice it up to where I couldn't recognize it and mix it in with other food. And I was like, okay, my body is saying stop. And then I felt nauseous after like, why am I doing this? So I don't know if it's because we were paleo and we were eating so much, you know, just the hormones and everything. But then I was like, I'm just not going to eat meat. And I didn't cook it. I could not stand it. If my husband wanted it, he was so respectful that if he wanted something with meat, he would get it from a restaurant. And he cooks for our family. And so he was cooking vegetarian meals. Then after I had my son, I I expected everything to go back to normal and it didn't. I still did not want meat. But of course, we're still in the CrossFit world. And so I'm kind of like, what do I do? And so I kind of get into the protein powders and all of that stuff. And so I was just doing a lot of protein powders and then like vegetables, fruits, rice, all that stuff. And I got pregnant with my daughter and protein powders were even disgusting to me. And so that's kind of how I got started. And when my son, I will say when my son started being able to understand food, he also helped push us because he'd be eating something and he'd be like, where did this come from? So I would tell him and then he would freak out. I mean, he would like cry. And then even if we went to somewhere and saw an animal, he would be upset because he would be like, wait, 
this pig That's such is, an Ezra move. Eat this. Oh my gosh. He, we were at my cousin's house one time and there was some deer eating their apples from their tree, which naturally they didn't want to happen because they wanted the apples. And they went and scared the deer off and he is bawling. And he's like, they were just trying to eat their plants and keep themselves healthy. And now they're going to fall in the forest oh my and die baby. and like went on this huge tangent. So he's always, and we at the time were like, oh, well, you need to eat meat. You need to eat meat. And he was like, no. So then my mom is sick in between all of this. So between my me getting pregnant and then with my daughter and my son being born and my brother comes to visit and he's like, Hey, um, Oh wait, pause. I also was very sensitive to dairy, which I found out it would cause like joint issues for me. So if I had a lot of dairy or cheese or anything and I would go work out, I felt like I had arthritis or if it was like even about to rain, my bones were achy. So we figured that out and we cut that out. So we're already not eating dairy. Then my brother comes to visit and he's like, I've been doing a lot of research about mom. My dad's already been diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's. And my brother and I were kind of spiraling at this point. And he's, will you guys please try a vegan diet because I have seen research that it lowers cancer rates. Mm -hmm. Um, It's you have a lower risk of Alzheimer's compared to omnivores. And so I push back naturally and I'm like, let me see this research. So I start Googling it. And there are a lot of articles out there that say if you eat animal-based products, you do have a higher rate of developing cancer. Also, if you're a vegan and you have cancer, your rate of survival is higher. Alzheimer's, your risk is lower if you're a vegan. So there was really no arguing. It was checking all your boxes. And so I'm like, (laughs) okay, we'll give this a try and we'll kind of see where it goes from there. I went and talked to my husband and I thought he was going to push back because he's still very big into the CrossFit world too, as well as he runs and everything. And he's like, let's do it. And I think he researched a lot as well as he watched the video. I can't think of what it's called, but it's basically like slaughterhouse stuff. Oh God. No, I don't watch those. No. And it was like, it's this, I'll have to ask him what it is and I'll link it. They're all very popular right now that um, Seaspiracy is like one of the top rated Netflix shows and it's mm-hmm. like about the fishing industry yes. and how bad it is. I haven't watched it because yeah. I haven't had any time, but I've heard it's amazing. Yeah. So he watched that and I could hear it in the other room and I was like, you need to put on headphones because I couldn't stand it. And that really triggered his path down this. And then he started following athletes that follow a vegan diet or even a Mm -hmm. plant-based diet. And that kind of opened up a world. And we just never really went back. And with my daughter, like she's never had meat. And I actually said to my husband recently, I was like, we probably should teach her that she's a vegan and really, really what that means. Because she'll be like, I want milk. And of course, she means almond milk. She has no idea. When she's out in the world, she's going to be like, given I'll take a milk and a sandwich, please. Exactly. And she's going to get a turkey. (laughs) Right? So yeah, it was kind of like a promise to my brother, like, we'll give this a try. And then it just really developed from there. And I will say, it's also been a cool bonding thing for my brother and I, because we've had so much shit in our lives. And now it's like, this is a positive thing. And we were like, oh, Mm. can you imagine mom and dad? Like, my dad would have been all on board. He was growing up, like, he wouldn't let us drink from um soda cans because of, I don't know, the aluminum or something. Yeah. And then he was on a high fructose, like anti, like cleared out our page. Like he was, and we're talking early, early. And he didn't let you mess with, you had no plastics in your house. He he would have been down to vegan. Yeah. He really would have. And so I think it would have been just really interesting to see. And so that's kind of like basically how we got started. And now we're here and we, so I would say that we are fully vegan because we don't buy leather and 
animal products just because it started out as a health thing. And then for us, it kind of developed into an animal love type thing as well. And I think that's just over the years of doing it. And so we do not buy animal-based products. We buy like vegan leather, leather, which there's a lot of companies doing that now. Oh, Um, it's so much better anyways, in my opinion. But we also didn't just get rid of anything. So if we have something that's leather, we've owned it for like 10 plus years. But it's always a a joke because so my dad had, do you know what a King Ranch truck is so it's like texas thing it probably is it's (laughs) he has this truck i don't even know like ford maybe i have no idea and king ranch is like this specialty leather and it's like that soft beautiful leather and the whole truck is quipped out in this like the whole thing and (laughs) it was my dad's truck and when my dad wasn't able to drive anymore he gave my brother this truck at the time he didn't tell us it was because of his alzheimer's but we knew And so my brother loves this truck because it was my dad's. So now my brother is living in California. Like currently to this day, he only dates vegans and vegetarians, (laughs) but he has to explain every time he goes to pick them up because here comes this vegan guy in this huge like leather (laughs) truck. Leather boat truck. Like every time I ride it, I'm like, so how many animals do you think? How many baby calves do you think? Like, Oh my God. And it's like a running joke because he is a diehard vegan. Like diehard. Yeah, he's raw, isn't he? He was for a while. I don't know if he still That's is. That's intense. But yeah. So we just give him shit about it. So raw vegans are like the pinnacle of the mountain, which for those of you who don't know the differences, raw vegans only eat uncooked, which means yeah. you're mostly eating plants. Nuts, plants. Eat. I would nut seeds. Yeah. Um, And also, I don't know if we touched on this. We can't just assume people have listened to the episodes um, in order. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you said your parents, your mom passed away from cancer, your dad passed away from Alzheimer's. So when we said this lifestyle checks off all your boxes, that's what we're referring to. Shitty jeans. Yes. And so a death in the family, that's a lot to do with ours too. A death in the family often precipitates Mm-hmm. A lifestyle change as dramatic as being vegan and the cons around veganism don't outweigh the health benefits, in my opinion, but there are social cons. People don't understand it and they don't really know why you would do something so restrictive. It's seen as like a restrictive thing and how can your kids – I get constantly asked by friends and family – your kids aren't getting the nutrients they need. They're not going to thrive. Zach had two broken legs as a kid, and everyone said it was because I didn't give him enough cow's milk because I stopped drinking cow's milk when I was 12. And he had a bone density test, and he's perfectly fine. Calcium is actually 50% higher in almond milk than it is in cow's milk, and you can get calcium from all leafy greens. All of it is doable, but I did want to read um, what you said in regards to the cancer and the Alzheimer's. Is this is from a pediatric doctor, and she said the author of the article asked, "Do you recommend a plant-based diet for children?" And the doctor said, "Absolutely. Plant-based kids benefit from decreased rates of a myriad of acute and chronic diseases, including obesity, asthma, eczema, allergies, constipation, heart disease, diabetes, and several cancers." Mm-hmm. So. That doctor's name, just to give her credit, and we'll link the article, is Jackie Boos, and her platform is at Plant-Based Pediatrician. 
And so I'm going to look that one up. <laughs> I hadn't, I just looked, found it before the episode. I, this is what I was reading right before we started. And I was like, oh, I don't even know her, but she goes yeah. on to list. She has a four and a six year old and she goes on to list what parents concerns are yes. and how it's actually a really unfounded concern. Yeah. And, and that's something I really want to dive into after yes. I hear your story is like veganism and kids, because I feel like it's one thing for you to do it as an adult and it's another mm-hmm. to bring a child into it. And it is. You get shit, don't you? Like, well, and you get a weird vibe of like, you know, this. I'm very big on my kids consenting to things. I yeah. won't share a lot about them. I like cover their bodies on posts online, all of it. I won't talk about if they're getting a surgery usually, but people give me a lot of like grief that leans towards like your child can't really, doesn't have a say in this, but you and I, our kids do have a say in it. I asked Zach yesterday, somebody was cooking hot dogs in the neighborhood and I said, do you want hot dogs? And he was like, no. And I said, are you a vegan or you, you can choose. And he's like, no, I'm a vegan today. Like if he wants to flip flop around too, like, and Josh, my husband, you know, is completely vegan at home. But if he has a craving for something, he eats it outside of the house and all the food he brings in is vegan. And he knows we eat vegan in this house last night. He didn't get to eat all day and he brought home vegan, like vegetarian lo mein, vegetarian spring rolls. And like he got junk food, but he satisfied his need and still was respectful of what we as a family have set out as a goal for ourselves. That's awesome. I do remember one time Josh told me he was like, uh, him, Josh and my husband Brandon were talking about being vegans. And Brandon was like, you know, like, do you miss eating meat and stuff? And Josh was like, not really, because one time I, I guess you guys had been oh yeah for a We'd while. Been and so he'd been strict vegans for like yeah, a and so year. he'd been at home eating it. Yeah. And then he, he was like, I went on a work trip and I ate a steak and I was vomiting and so sick he was like I was like uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> no yeah he but he I think he's upped his tolerance a little bit yep. more since then but it was it was during the pandemic and he had been home working from home for a year and then he yep. went on a work trip and had a big steak and was so God. sick so how did you get started on your journey <laughs> so my parents were very open growing up we always had vegetarian books. vegan or they have done vegetarian they had done vegetarian intermittently I think believe but they were always big on us knowing what was in our food and what we were consuming and so there was a book lying around when I was probably 10 in the house and I picked it up and it talked about what was in cow's milk and I was like I'm never drinking cow's milk again okay so pause first of all that is a genius parenting hack whenever I start wanting my kids to like look into something instead of me just telling them because chances are they won't listen I'm just gonna start Mm -hmm. leaving books around about that shit like be like don't look at that wink wink (laughs) Um, but my dad drank milk by the gallon until the day he died. I just think he wanted us – he loved that we would be like educated consumers of things. And so that was the last time I ever drank milk was when I read that. And you can look that up on your own. I'm not going to ruin your day by talking about it on the podcast. If you're a diehard milk drinker, cool. you make the choice to look it up or not. <laughs> Josh well, is still a diehard say. milk drinker. What? Um, have you seen? Not in our house. Oh, he doesn't care. He's like, okay. it is what it is. But every time he drinks it, I make jokes about what's in it. Yep. And I'm not going to say it because it's so gross. It's disgusting. It, but if, if that's your thing, that's your choice. There's probably some things I do that are I shower twice a week. That's also disgusting. <laughs> 
I'm not here to judge. But so I never drank milk again after that. And then I was a vegetarian in college for like, I just decided on a new year. I love just diving into things. So on New Year's Eve, I was like, I'm going to be a vegetarian this year. And that was my New Year's resolution. So I did it. I think I did it for two years. Okay. You might have said I go hard. I go hard on um, a New Year's resolution. And it was really hard in college. And I did it really poorly because it was like I was a poor college kid. So I was basically just like eating noodles and yeah, I'll be fine. It's fine. I don't, I, nothing, nothing's wrong with this. Oh my God. So bad. (laughs) And so then I went back to normal, like regular life. I worked in a steakhouse when I met Josh. I loved all of it. And I had, we've done every diet. We've done whole 30. We've done paleo. We've done a juice. So Josh and I, when we were dating, um, watched a documentary called fat, sick and nearly dead. And it was a documentary about a guy that was overweight or obese. And he decided to go on like a, I don't remember how many months, but it was an extreme amount of time, straight juice cleanse. So Josh and I decided to, we were going to do that too. So we did a juice cleanse and we liked it. It didn't do much like for our overall health, but it was a nice reset. And then my dad (laughs) passed away in 2019 in August. And in February of 2020, which was the month before the whole COVID really broke out here, Josh and I watched Game Changers on Netflix, which is a documentary about athletes and how heightened their performance was on vegan diets and how even trace amounts of plant or animal protein would severely diminish their abilities to perform. I was still kind of spiraling from my loss of my dad you know, it was six, eight months earlier, six months earlier, I don't know. And so I was still having a bit of a hard time. And I watched that and I instantly went to forksoverknives.com, which is the website they recommend. Oh, they do. I haven't seen it yet. I've heard, I have everyone, not everyone, a lot of people come to me and they're like, have you seen this? And then I do have a lot of friends and family who have tried veganism for a while and it didn't stick, but that documentary is one that they always cite. And I will say that even though veganism didn't stick with them, they're consumption of animal products has greatly decreased. So at least had. Yeah. And even that, like, which we'll talk about, I hope we'll circle back to the climate implications of even one meal a day or one day a week of skipping meat is huge for the planet. But we watched Game Changers and that night I went on Forks Over Knives and looked up a meal plan and said to Josh, I'm a vegan now. And he was like, why do we always have to dive all the way into stuff every time I agree to watch something with you? And like, I've been a, like parental controls on your Netflix now. He literally, every time I'm like, I want to watch this documentary, he's like, is it going to change our life? Because if it is, I need some time to process because I just decide that day I'm done. So you and just like went cold turkey. That like, night, I never ate meat again. <laughs> well, I have. I I don't know if I've eaten meat since. And if it's like an excruciatingly special occasion, I would still eat meat, but I haven't had one of those yet. I accidentally got chicken instead of tofu and like a salad recently and it looked exactly the same and I put it in my mouth and instantly Uh was like nauseated at the taste versus what I'm used to in my nice clean tofu and Josh was like it's not it's not and I was like Josh I'm not kidding I can taste the char of this Uh and it is not right and then he tasted it was like oh yeah that is chicken it looks exactly like tofu he's so Um, good for you (laughs) Oh, I know. He likes to mess with me. And so we never went back. And a big part of it was my kids were starting to get picky and become finicky eaters. When you were 
Omni. When we were off vegan. Yeah, okay. Omni. Is that what we're calling Omni? I don't know. <laughs> I like it. My kids will be into it because it's dinosaurs. They say that now. They're like, is that a vegan dinosaur or a non-vegan dinosaur? Aww. They were starting to get kind of like, I don't want, I don't like any vegetables. I don't like any fruits. I only want chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese. And Josh and I had always said when we had kids, we wanted them to be cool foodies because we're super into being foodies. We love going to weird restaurants and trying the weirdest stuff on the menu. And they were getting very reliant on processed food and their tastes were really leaning towards that. We have noticed a huge change in their openness to trying. And your kids are light years ahead of ours in their openness to try things. But we are getting such better results from their willingness to eat fruits, vegetables with every meal than we were when yeah, we were doing meat. And, and I will still say kind like, of butts, but having <laughs> – Having friends who are on the same page or willing to partake at least while you're around in veganism, if you have kids, like that is the biggest blessing because I feel like kids are more likely to try stuff if they see friends doing it. Yeah, Um, I will try a ton of stuff with yours. I thought, yeah. I will say it was so cute. I remember when you guys, so Janelle and I were still, we met at preschool if you haven't listened to the other episodes and our sons kind of like made us friends, which was a good blessing. Um, But I remember, when did y'all become vegan? Was it like after? February. I was going to say after Christmas, right? Yeah. So it would have been, it was February right before. So school got dismissed in March and we became vegan in February. Okay. Because I was going to say, I remember there was like some kind of like break or something that we had. And we all came back to school and Zach, Janelle's son, comes running up to Ezra, my son, and he's like, I'm vegan now. I was like so excited. And Ezra, my son, was like, oh, you're vegan too. And he like comes running up to tell me and they were so excited. And they're so cute. I didn't they're know like, that that's so cute. Oh my gosh. Yes. And it's, it's very – and it's almost really easy. Like snack time is so easy. It's just I always think in – a formula of like what we do one um, kids protein plant-based protein shake a day that they love they call it chocolate milk and like snack time for us is cashews and a plant-based protein chocolate milk and that is a nice amount of healthy fat for kids which they say is a big part of veganism is you have to make sure you keep up on fats because kids have tiny little stomachs any diet like healthy fat is the clue because if you're keeping your kid alive good job Bless you. Period. <laughs> it's fucking However, hard. this is like our choice. And I think like we concentrate on healthy fats. My daughter today, we didn't really have lunch. We kind of, we do like snack lunches on the go. Like we were those. at a friend's house. It was her birthday. Her kids were at school. So she let my kids come and jump on her trampoline. So we kind of ate like snacks throughout because it was in the middle of lunch. Yeah. And then we got home and my daughter was like, I want an avocado. And she just takes a spoon and eats an avocado. Like, yeah. I've loved, I love when she just goes hard on an avocado. It's so cute. But I think it's all like really interesting how we all kind of got where we are, as well as how we are different. And we are going to do a second episode of Digging Deeper because if you don't give a shit about wanting to become vegan, like you don't need to listen to us talk about tips and tricks. What we eat. (laughs) Yeah. I think some people just want to know about veganism. And so that's why this attracts them to it. So we will do one about that. And you'll see Janelle and I will talk about like our food and we are going to be posting stuff on Instagram about it. And you'll see that our families eat very differently, but then very similar in different ways. It's it's just unique. I think it's really unique. And it's similar to like when we ate an Omni diet, like we would go to other people's house and I'm like, oh, I never even thought to cook this for dinner. I think everyone just eats so differently. 
within their yeah, life. Yeah, and I am a little – what they call like a, I'm a little bit more of a junk food vegan where we're kind of doing a little bit more of the processed stuff, the pre-prepared stuff. And Jenna is a little bit more of the like actually home-cooked beans Not and Jenna, soup. But my husband. Jenna's husband. <laughs> I wanted to give you fake credit for a second. Okay, I do Let's... meal plan. I plan the meals. <laughs> he cooks them. So I do neither. So yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, last night we were walking home and I was like, what do you guys want for dinner? And they were like, we want Annie's Vegan Easy Mac and a Baca Burger and an apple. And I was like, hell yeah, that sounds perfect. That sounds perfect. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> they uh, eat healthy all day and like whatever. Oh it's all microwaved and good day. Well, and I mean, even before, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I was feeding my kid Chick-fil-A and, you know, boxed Annie's macaroni that wasn't vegan. So it's not like we did this huge drastic. No. It's just we decided to cut out animal And I focus a lot on protein and my macros and Jenna doesn't worry as much about that because she just knows that she's getting what she needs. But I'm neurotic and I'm always like, I'm going to be protein deficient. And then in like reading more about veganism, you can't really be protein deficient. I'm just always convinced I am. So I track what I eat and keep track and try to make sure my macros line up and Jenna just kind of comes at it from a little more holistic standpoint. I don't know. I tracked macros for a while. I did that whole faster way to fat loss. I did all of that stuff. And every time I did it, I felt like shit. I did it as an omni. I did it as a vegan. And no matter what, I felt like shit. And I'm like, I think the numbers just aren't right for me. So I just do, in, I guess they call it intuition eating, which I didn't even know yeah. was a thing until I looked it up one time. And it really started, it was really eye-opening for me. Like I said, when I was pregnant and I'm like, why am I eating food that makes me feel worse? All I wanted when I was pregnant with my son were black refried beans and oranges. And I was happy <laughs> as could be. And I felt so good like eating that. That honestly makes sense because that sounds delicious right now. Yeah. And that's all I wanted. And at first I kind of felt guilty, but then I was like, screw that. I I'm ate Arby's and pizza rolls exactly. for my whole first pregnancy. So I think you're okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's fine. He's tall. He's healthy. He's and I, I'll say my son hasn't always been vegan. He was, I kind of mentioned it before, we let him choose what he ate and he did eat stuff, but he didn't really have a choice because he couldn't speak up. My yeah. daughter has been vegan and I get, and I'm sure you do too, so many questions about kids. That's what I was just going to say. Here's what I'm thinking. Ready for me to spring something on you? Uh, no. How about if I play, <laughs> how about if I play the person that doesn't know much about veganism and ask you some of the questions and then about you can kids? get me. Yeah. Okay. So, for example, uh, by the way, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, you are to me, but no, she's not in real life. She plays one on the podcast. Mom but like, no, just for you, and we don't yeah. have to do it for the whole thing. But like, I constantly get bombarded with your kids didn't have a say in this. Your kids need milk to thrive. Your kids are going to be vitamin deficient. Your kids aren't going to grow. They're not going to be real men because they're not getting animal meat. And I want to be like, FYI, um, guess where most of male breast tissue comes from is from eating animal meat. Like, so don't like, and the real men thing, like, give me a break. My husband is the realest man I know. And it doesn't make a lick of difference what he is eating. <laughs> okay. And scene one. <laughs> and go. <laughs> but so what do you say when someone says to you, oh, he can't thrive if he's not drinking milk? I say, peace out, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
I <laughs> to your doctor. <laughs> okay, so I will say our pediatrician approves. We are yep. on our third pediatrician because of moves and retirement. And I have like I've never had one that didn't approve. However, I have had them say, make sure you're getting XYZ, but they say that yep. to all their patients because yep. we need to make sure our kids are eating a well-rounded diet. I went to buy a pediatrician with my son because he, you know, after you do formula, breast milk, whatever, that first year of life, they're like, okay, now you start on cow's milk. Well, I tried that with my son and he hated it. Hated it. Hated it. So then yeah. I got almond milk and he loved it. And so I go to her and I'm all concerned and I'm like, my son hates cow milk and only likes almond milk. What do I do? And she was like, you give him almond milk. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, but we, my husband and I got out our thing of almond milk and researched cow's milk. For calcium, cow's milk is 300 mg, megagrams, milligrams. Micrograms, milligrams. Yeah. Some sort of grams. So 300 almond milk is 450. So almond milk already beats it on calcium. And for vitamin D is another one. So if people, that's like calcium is like top. And then people who yeah. have really done some of the research start to get into like the extra vitamins. So cow's milk for vitamin D <laughs> is 4.5 MCGs. Take that. Brandon, Brandon, what's MCGs? <laughs> the thing is he told me, but I forgot. And all, almond milk is five MCGs of vitamin D. So okay. almond milk is already more sufficient in those all of it. big categories. And it doesn't have all the extra of, if you've Googled cow's milk, you know what's in that. So. Not only that, but if you take away like the thing we're talking about in cow's milk that I have found to be, the hormones in cow's milk are not ideal for anyone. Yeah. And I would also like to further point out, per my parents' book um, from when I was 10 years old, we are the only mammals that continue drinking breast milk from another animal yes. after infancy. Yep. If that is not like... Yeah. <laughs> and on the breast milk kick, I learned something today. My brother sent me a video to watch and we were talking about protein. And did you know breast milk is one of the lowest protein milks? I did not know that. And it's not actually low. It's normal because it's what our bodies need, but we just think we need something else. And so I just found that really yeah. interesting. No, like, it, I don't know. I did not know breast milk was so low in. I didn't either. Now that you say it, and you know that I'm always the one that's like, I'm not getting enough protein. I need more protein. And you're like, no, you're fine. You literally yeah. are fine. And I'm always panicked about protein. Yeah. And so like when my pediatrician said that, I was like, Oh, whew. and we were, and the other thing we've gotten about milk and a lot of products, which we'll get into in a little bit, but the price. So we, when we had kids, we already said we were going to feed them organic and because of pesticides, chemicals, hormones, cancer, all that. Our fears of cancer. Yes. So even when we did meat, we were only doing organic meat. Same. Organic mm -hmm. fruits and vegetables. So that shit's expensive. Grass-fed, bougie-ass beef. Yes. And then you get your, what is it, grass-fed organic milk. That shit's more expensive than your almond milk. And I actually researched Definitely. and found out today, thanks again, brother, that the reason almond milk, uh, almond milk apparently and all those nut-based milks used to be really high in price. And so if you look at like, what is it, macadamia nut milk, that's going to be high in price. Why? It's not as common. 
almond milk and soy milk are now a lot more common and people are buying it more. And so the price has gone down. And so basically the more we purchase these products and more people that purchase the more demand. Yeah. The price goes down, which I thought was super interesting. I buy my macadamia milk from Costco in bulk. And so it's actually really cheap. And that's exactly what you said is because there is a demand for alternative milk sources. Yeah. And so Costco's like, well, if there's a demand, let's get the – I mean, I oat milk I've yet to find like a really cheap option, but macadamia milk is my current favorite, yep. and I buy it in bulk at Costco, and it's dirt cheap. I've actually never tried it. We only pretty much do <laughs> almond milk because my daughter will just drink it by the cup full. Yeah. She likes like the unsweetened, just like plain almond milk. Just my son true. likes the vanilla, so he likes – but he it says it's too sweet, so we kind of mix the two, and it's not – crazy expensive at all anymore. I like that but, you're making milk co- almond milk cocktails for Ezra to lower the it is sweetness. Weird, but I'll do it for him. <laughs> but the thing is now actually he does it himself. So Oh I can't wait. It's not super full. Because <laughs> then we end up with almond Floor milk. milk. Oh I wanted to say my study also regarding like if we're gonna wrap up the vitamins, Dr. Jackie Busey, M D F A A P, which if you don't know what that means, Jenna, uh-huh. fellow no, of the American Academy of Pediatrics, which is like a pretty tricky. So you're an MD and you're in the um fellowship of pediatrics, which is hard which, to get into if you read the I was stats. gonna say my husband is I know I knew that thing. I didn't know what it stood for because my husband, whenever we've like researched pediatricians, he's like, they need to have da, 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 da. And that's like one that he's like big on. And so she said, um, the author of the article, which we will link, which is called is a vegan diet safe for children, a, pan- a plant-based pediatrician weighs in from the beat.com. The author asked, what do pediatricians have to say about the safety of plant-based diet for children? And her response, the doctor is, in fact, studies show that children on plant-based diets have higher intakes of nearly all vitamins and minerals, as well as fiber and diversity of foods. They have an adequate intake of calories and protein and lower intake of saturated fat and cholesterol, all healthy differences. Exactly. So we can just put that to bed right now. Yeah. And my kids, like my son isn't as keen on almond milk. Oh, you just said put that to bed. Here I go. And I'm going to say some more stuff. (laughs) But he loves almond milk yogurt. And so I make sure he has at least that once a day. So basically, like if you were going to give your kid a cup of milk each day, like in place of that, he's just never been a big anything milky. He doesn't like it. Yeah. And my kids won't eat yogurt or or pudding or cottage cheese or anything like that. And they will just eat their – have their protein shake and then – They'll have an almond milk here or there, and then they get some C from an orange, and we're good. We call it a day. Yep. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We haven't clarified yet. Vegetarian is no meat, you, right? No meat, but you eat eggs, right. dairy, and some eat fish, some don't. Yeah, yes. I have a vegetarian friend, and she eats fish. Yes, and so you can – I think that's pescatarian. And if you eat – so I, when I was a vegetarian, I was considered lacto-avo vegetarian. I oh, ate – We're getting technical. I'm telling <laughs> you. Um, I ate and drank milk and cheese and I ate eggs. Okay. Um, but All I didn't do fish. Eggs. I didn't do like any animals. Okay. And then you can be plant-based, which is basically you try your hardest to be vegan and get your nutrients from plants, but you're not nece- you're maybe doing it for a health reason. You're maybe doing it for you're not necessarily strictly doing it for animals. You might dabble in leather a bit. Yeah. <laughs> 
sounds like a, a cake. You may dabble in kinky leather <laughs> once in a while. Um, Can't give up. But those. then vegan, <laughs> vegan, vegan is your to identify as vegan. You are supposed to be doing it mainly for animal reasons, and you're supposed to be very adherent to it. And so we cheat. And our primary motivation originally was not animal based, and now it is morphed. I think when you become vegan, it starts yep. to morph into animals a little bit because your kids will start asking, "Why are we doing this?" And you say. Or like my son, I'll be like, I want to have some bacon. And I'll be like, just so you understand the implications of bacon. And we're, but we're brutally honest with our kids. Uh, you don't have like, to be. Exactly. Not to mention you start Googling like vegan recipes and now everything is like popping up like animal cruelty. And oh, you know. I know the algorithm really sucks you in like my Instagram. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this video. No. I don't want to see this. Uh-uh. Nope. 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 But. I think that it's important that we clarify the three because my That's mom doesn't point. know the difference. And I've been a vegan for – she actually calls it a vegan. My uh, grandma does too. And we laugh. And every time she's here, we're like, is that vegan? It's such a bougie way to say vegan. <laughs> and I love it because it sounds pagan. Which uh-huh. Oh, I, I want to be a witch, but I'm not. And so <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, I'm not a not witch, but <laughs> – What you do in your own house is up to you. I know. It's your private life. So I think it's important that we clarify that. But my next question for you was, um, clearly your kids, which is true. Okay, so we have to specify. You and I did see the same pediatrician in Richmond. And we both, we had, and it says in this article to make sure that you are staying on top of making sure that your kids aren't nutrient deficient because it is easy to miss out on an area. And developing brains don't want to miss out on an area. Being an adult, you can miss out on some stuff because you're already formed and done. Being a kid, you don't want to have an iron deficient kid. You don't want to have a calcium deficient kid. You don't want to have a kid deficient in any of these things. So what would you say are the most likely nutrients that you may have to supplement as a vegan? First, just preface that with, I think people slap that on to vegans. If you look at the research, more people who are mineral and vitamin deficient are eating the standard American diet. Absolutely. And I think that is very eye-opening. My <laughs> kids have never been healthier. Um, They've never broken a bone, so we're good on calcium, but we do Today's the day. supplement. What I supplement for my kids is no different than what I would do if okay. they were omnivores. My husband and I take one extra thing because we're vegan, and I'll say why in a second. So my kids do a multivitamin, and with that multivitamin, because we're vegan, I do make sure it has iron and B12. You have to be careful with iron because a lot of vitamins nowadays don't have iron in them because apparently there was like a time when they all had iron in them and kids were kind of like, like basically had those Flintstone vitamins. Remember Hell you could, yeah. I'm going to have a those? 17 Flintstones yeah. for lunch, baby. Right? And you could get super sick from it. Yeah. And so it was easy to find. I just make sure it has iron and B12. Most multivitamins have B12 in them. We do elderberry. We did that before as well. We do a probiotic and we do zinc and then we do D3. I will say though, the most important, I am not perfect about giving my kids vitamins. However, I make sure that they get outside and get outside barefoot every day because the vitamins, nutrients, everything in soil, and we don't use any chemicals in our lawn. The only thing in there is dog poop occasionally if I forget to pick it up. I mean, that's Uh, a very natural (laughs) way to go about fertilizing your lawn. Right? So 
So we are the family that has weeds. We try and control them as much as we can, but I don't want to do that because I want my kids to absorb nutrients through the soil. And there's a lot of research on it. It sounds super like hippy dippy, but it's in man. Grounding is the life. Yes. Just getting outside every day is the biggest thing. My husband and I, we take elderberry with the kids, probiotic zinc. I take iron and D3 because I was deficient. It is not because of veganism. I was D deficient and it was actually very surprising. And it was when I was eating meat somewhat, it was when I was pregnant with my first and I was surprised because I was outside all the time. And then the iron deficiency has to do with like my cycle and figuring all of that stuff out. Now my D levels are good and I've just continued to take it because it doesn't hurt. It's really yummy. It's like an orange flavored little drop every morning and it tastes really good. (laughs) Oh yeah. We Um, both use the same brand. I know what you're talking about. And we don't take a multivitamin because we eat more greens and my kids are not picky, but like they're not going to eat a salad for lunch. So they're not going to have a big old spinach plate. Exactly. So I don't see the need in my husband and I taking a multivitamin. So we do take a B complex because yeah. from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, you get your B12, I believe, from animal products. And so we, I believe it is uh, the intestines of animal products. So yeah. you literally have to take it. I've never had my levels tested, which I know there's like a kind of a split in the vegan community, like get your levels tested and only take it if you're deficient or don't take it at all. So we just never have. And my brother hasn't either. He's talked about it and we just decide to take it. And there's no harm in taking it that I know of. I remember my dad actually took it growing up because he would travel all the time. And I guess it also can provide you with energy. He would put it like he had to dissolve one and it would put it under his tongue whenever he was tired. And then when I was a teenager, if I ever said I was tired, he would give me one. I'm like, if he oh, gave yeah. it to me as a teen, like I think it's completely fine. You can totally, that's a huge one. I went to a hormone clinic, like a boutique clinic at one point, and you could just go in once a week and get a B12 shot. Yeah, I've heard of that. And it was free because you like paid for a membership. It's hugely important. And when I was a weight loss consultant, we had the tabs you put under your tongue to just take. And so it is, they're real good. And they make you like, whoop, hello. So (laughs) vegan or not? Give them a try. I take vegan collagen. I take vegan biotin just because I'm kind of a hair skin fanatic. Yeah. And then I take we take the D3 comp, the D3, the B12. My kids take elderberry and zinc every day, and I, we all take iron because I need iron and Zach needs iron. I take magnesium and iron because magnesium okay. is helpful to iron because iron can constipate you. Magnesium yeah. can do the opposite, and magnesium is helpful to people with mental health issues such as myself. But my kids take iron and I take iron and Zach takes an adult dose of iron because he has restless legs and I take double an adult dose of iron because I'm anemic and have restless legs. That makes sense. That's really interesting. And I will say like we add in stuff as needed. So I took magnesium for a while uh, when I struggled with some – I was struggling with like sleep. My first line of defense is always to try and take some kind of like more of a natural supplement than going to a doctor and getting something. We've taken like little things and I think we added in the zinc. Weren't there some? Studies like during COVID or something. COVID, yeah. And I think you and That's I both talked about ours. that. And we had never taken that before. That's the only one my kids are iffy about. They take it, but it does kind of leave a weird taste. Like yeah, that. we mixed it in with their water and I mixed oh, the elderberry smart. on top of it. And then they can't taste it under the elderberry. Yeah, elderberry is very potent. So my kids also take a multivitamin, a probiotic or a prebiotic, whatever. I take that too. And then they take a D3 with me. Nice. We, we take all the same D3. Yeah. Uh, Mary Ruth's or 
organic shout out. <laughs> yeah, but I want to say their multivitamin might not have iron. So that's good that you guys are adding it. I'm not positive yeah. on Mary Roots on that, but I think that's why we didn't do her. It wasn't enough. The pediatrician that you and I oh, saw that said because, well, mostly because of Zach's restless legs. He was okay. like, if he didn't have, he was getting really sore legs. Remember, and he was crying about his legs yeah. hurting after he'd like run at your house all day or something. Yeah. And then he was having a lot of restless legs and he was sleepwalking a lot. And so he was like, the pediatrician said to me to take double the recommended dose and Zach to take an adult dose. And okay. since then, we've seen a huge improvement. Oh, that's nice. And I will, I know that iron can be a tricky one as well as fiber, I believe, because we eat, right? We eat such a high fiber diet that sometimes yes. like, you can literally poop it all out. And yeah. our pediatrician did test both of my kids' iron levels just to see what their absorption rate was. And they were both really good. And when I took my kids in for their last checkup, I asked him every time, he's so good. And we go over our list of vitamin supplements. And I'm like, what do I need to add? Do I need to add anything? And he's like, I'm looking at your kids and I'm listening to you and you're not telling me anything is going on. So that means mm -hmm. we don't need to test. We don't need to like, if you came in and like my kids aren't sleeping or my kids are sleeping a ton or my kids have achy legs, like then we would have a talk. He was like, yep. put up. And I was like, okay. Yep. Cause I think it's so common for moms just to be like, oh, I heard research about this supplement, I'm going to add it in. Well, and that's what I did. I heard research about the supplement and I added it in and then I made a doctor's appointment to get their blood yes. tested to make sure they weren't too high. And then the doctor was like, no, you you guys actually need to be higher. But it is something iron that, is a tricky one. It, it is. And it is something that needs to be customized to you. So don't follow what Jenna and I are doing. We always say with this podcast, we are not here to give you advice. We are here to give you a breadcrumb trail to if you yeah. do need to see true medical advice if and something if you ever, we're saying resonates yes but if you ever want like a vitamin recommendation we'll share that however it doesn't mean it's perfect for you no, I, it doesn't mean it's perfect for you yeah. and it doesn't mean that al everything fits everyone like i you had you were told to back off of the iron i was told to double up on the iron yeah. we are we are the but you same. came in with symptoms so yes which we and did. So, exactly. Like if anything, so, my kids have too much energy. Don't just start throwing iron around like it's nobody's, you know, like exactly. make sure you need it and make sure you're not getting too much with anything. Yeah. Make sure and the only not, thing I would say, like, unless you're allergic, is elderberry and maybe a probiotic or zinc. I think that those are just good to have. For anyone, a baseline. For okay, yeah. here's my next one. So I asked my um, most educated scholarly people, my grandma and my mom, oh, who no. think I'm a vegan. Uh, my grandma says there's no way Janelle and her kids are getting enough protein because my grandma said I herself needs 50 grams of protein a day and there's no way that I could reach that not eating. Um, I'm sorry, she gave me her list of what I should be eating, which is eggs, cheese, and a protein shake. Again, a hot topic. There's a lot out there. I'm going to say this website and I'm going to link it. Nutritionfacts.org. They have a ton of information about protein and their videos. So you can just hop on your headphones and listen, or they're kid friendly. They talk about all different kinds of facts about protein. The most interesting one was during pregnancy. Women can, who consumed high levels of protein actually had their babies early and their babies Ooh. were not a healthy birth weight, if I remember correctly, or that maybe that's because they were early, had more complications, had higher blood pressure, 
all these things versus women who just had like intuition eating and were just eating based on like what their body um, just thought it needed. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. I also have the theory from doing workouts and everything. We tried all the little fads kind of like you guys did that your body will tell you if it needs something else. So if you are tired a lot, maybe look at your protein, but also look at your carbs and your fats. Yeah. Uh, like I said, my body did not do well with like, you should have X amount. You should have X amount. And also you would be shocked if you research protein in foods because the amount of vegan foods that have proteins is kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, I was reading that in one of my articles today was saying that like pound for pound, the foods that we eat as vegans have more protein than our yeah. meat sources generally. And you can eat like a ton more vegan food <laughs> because so it's much like healthy more. stuff and yeah. it's amazing. But I do watch my kids' diet. Are they perfect? No. We have no. times where they eat vegan nuggets or macaroni for yeah. a few days in a row. But we do really watch whole grains, nuts, seeds, legumes. We like flaxseed. Flaxseed is a really easy one. You can sprinkle it on oatmeal, Anything. smoothies, any of that stuff. And then your almond milk products. So I just think tying in all of those, like my kids eat probably more protein than they need, honestly. Well, and, and that's have never lagged. <laughs> like I was even no. talking to um, our neighbor. Ezra and- looks like a bodybuilder child. Right? So. <laughs> I was talking to our neighbor and she was like, do you want to play today? And we were out. And then I was like, hey, we just came back. Like if you're still available to play. And she was like, my kids have to rest before their next activity. And she was like, aren't your kids exhausted? Because they were outside jumping on a trampoline. And I was like, oh no, they're already outside, like riding bikes, getting ready to go swimming in the pool. They never run out of energy ever. Yeah, we kind of of fuck ourselves over with this, don't we? Right, so I think they're fine, (laughs) as well as they sleep great. So your kids are great sleepers. Mine are pretty good too. I was telling the neighbor that yesterday because she's always like, do my dogs bother you? Because we just moved into this new house. And I was like, my kids sleep through smoke Uh detectors. So no, your dog's don't bother us at all. Yeah. But in this study that we're going to link from Jack, Dr. Jackie Busey, um, she said, per calorie, plant foods have just as much or more protein than meat and dairy and without all the fat, uh, saturated fat and cholesterol. So we can also put that to bed. Yep. And I think it's like people just think protein meat and that's not the case anymore. I grew up in the Midwest. You grew up in Texas. If anybody yep. is has grown up inundated with, pro, like my grandma was a home ec teacher in the 70s. You in the Midwest, you are having a meat and a potato. And that is still, oh, and a glass of milk. Like that is dinner or it's not happening. It's not a real dinner if those three components aren't there. And so I get it. And I get how abstract this can seem. But I don't remember. We didn't talk about this yet. So you did the Everly Well test and I just did mine. How many food intolerances did you have? Do you remember? So here's the interesting. I did the Everly Well and I came up with one and it was cheese. It was cheese in general, but like cheddar was like ding, ding, ding. But then I did one through my naturopath and other stuff came up and cheddar didn't come up. So I'm like, I don't know. But I do know that cheese bothers me, but I don't know if that other test didn't pick it up because I hadn't eaten cheese in over three years. Yeah, that can be. So I made sure I don't usually eat gluten, but before I took the test, I had a bunch of gluten the night before. Have you had your results back? So I got my results back and I always complain to Josh. I'm always like, my stomach, prior to being vegan, my stomach was a wreck every day. I had nine month pregnant bloating. Every day I had painful cramping. I had every form of stomach ailment. And he was like, I don't know, you just have like the worst stomach. And then turning vegan, it 
it has been. I mean, I still have maybe one bad stomach day a week. But let's but face it, it's from eating too many Swedish fish or, or you know what I mean? Or like, whatever. We, well, yesterday like I think I was just, do you ever have those days when you're out in the sun all day and then oh you're like, oh my gosh, yes. How does the body, sun make you so Body excited? evacuate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is really great for swimsuit season. Actually, like right now, I'm just wearing a t-shirt. I have no pants on because I have a, a bikini on and I just throw a shirt on. <laughs> and you're wearing outside. a Peloton shirt because you're just like, by the way, I got my 100 classes. Hey. Century Club. <laughs> Century Club. But guess how many food moderate to high allergies I have? Five. 37. <laughs> <laughs> like I am fucked up. So and what so, were your like very, very top? Oh God, I'd have to look, but it was like, it was a lot of stuff I was doing. Cinnamon. Okay. So I was having what? cinnamon in my smoothies every day. Almonds, which what? Well, I've heard much... that's super common. Okay. My girlfriend had it and she and I both were, so for breastfeeding, I had to go off of milk. Uh-huh. And so I went to almond milk because that was the most common at the time because we thought that soy milk was bad for you. And now we kind of know it's not, or it is, I don't know. It switches every other week. Uh-huh. Jenna's got something to say about soy milk. So we'll let her, we'll let her get there. But Josh was convinced soy milk was bad. So I went to almond milk and I love almond butter and almond was one of my hot highest ones. Cinnamon was one of my, and this is stuff. I put cinnamon in my protein shakes every day. I put almond butter in my protein shakes every day. I drank almond milk. Yeah. You would never think twice about that. You wouldn't. But one of my girlfriends who also had to quit dairy for breastfeeding found the same thing that she was allergic to almonds. But like I had moderate to high reactions to 37 foods. Like of course my stomach is messed up, but since being vegan, I have seen I've had an upset stomach seven uh, six out of seven days, and now I'm one yeah. out of seven days. That's a fucking market improvement. That is, yeah. Well, and it's like this is probably a little too much TMI, but I think that There's when you're no eating, such thing, <laughs> more of a plant based diet, your body is better at evacuating the shit that makes it feel like shit. And so, shit, like shit, shit, yeah, <laughs> shitty like, shit, literally, shit. right? <laughs> and so it's like, oh, uh, that should not be in here. Let's evacuate. And you might think that's bad, but then you actually feel better quicker. Yeah, I can't. I mean, if I'm going to eat some fried food, I have to know like the same. Well, I think that's also like you're a very healthy person, period. So, you know, you wouldn't be eating that on the regular anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. I do love once every month we go to McDonald's and I get a Diet Coke and French fries and my kids get a Happy Meal toy. Just the toy. You can just go buy the toy. You don't have to buy the Happy Meal. Oh, nice. And because they were like, let's just buy the Happy Meal and we'll throw the chicken nuggets away. And I was like, that still isn't how yeah. it works. No. <laughs> no. So people ask me all the time, what do you eat as a vegan? And I say, uh, tonight I'm having burgers and Oreos and French fries that, that we bake in the oven. Like yep. we eat normal food. We have peanut butter sandwiches and apples and a protein shake for lunch. And we have vegan gluten-free waffles with peanut butter and some, so, so we have fat, carb and, oh, and then strawberries or blueberries like we eat the same things every day we check all of our boxes I manage my macros because I strength train so much and I know that I am getting 80 to 100 grams of protein every day I just have to kind of look after it all the time yeah and I think I can't wait to post some of our food because I will say oh Jenna's got the best food and mine's always just like Tupperware garbage (laughs) I 
I've never been a fan of restaurants, but I don't mind ordering in. But now that my husband cooks vegan mm. food, I'm like, and he takes it as a compliment, but I never pressure him to cook. I'm like, if you're tired, we can just do some Beyond Meat burgers or go grab like some sweet potato sushi or whatever, which my kids devour. But now I don't want to eat anything else. Like it's Ooh. so fucking good. And even my grandma, like I said, she's just like, this is so good. Like I will say this is one from the Q&A, which we'll get to at the very end, but I'm just going to tie it in here. It was like people who say, well, I'll miss my favorite food. Now you can almost veganize anything. anything. I told my brother, I was like, remember toaster strudels when we were growing up? Because we lived off of that. And like my yeah, mom would like too. write little like messages. Like she got really Aww. into it. And I was like, I miss those. And then next thing I know, he sends me like a recipe and he's like, here you go. I was like, oh, it is a little more work. I told Jenna this. I found the best like double chocolate banana bread recipe. It's vegan and gluten-free. And we make it like twice a week. And we just like, I don't feel bad. I mean, it's got a lot of sugar in it, but yeah. I don't feel bad giving it to my kid. I mean, compare like it's got more banana in it than it's got yeah. sugar in it. But comparatively, like we eat Oreos after dinner every night or we eat banana, like chocolate yep. cake. It basically is like the moist, the world's most moist chocolate cake. <laughs> and like, are you a moist weirdo? I am a moist weirdo. Ah, I love that word. So I know, I know I can use it. I'll find yours. <laughs> Never. Post a picture of it once this guy goes live. Your moist bread. <laughs> I already post, I already picked, took the picture. It's very moist. <laughs> Okay, so Karen, do you have any more questions? Um, Karen is wondering. No, I don't think I had any more. I'm trying to think what else I get. Uh, my kids should be drinking milk. I get constantly, but like we've already dispelled that myth. Well, and I mean, you're not um, going to say that to a kid who has a lactose intolerance. Like that's oh, literally lactose intolerance. So yeah. stop with the milk. So and if you, that's not why he broke his legs. Sorry. Right? And if you're like me and don't like confrontation, like I love this conversation because I don't have this open of conversations with people because I feel like people get very confrontational. But it's like, if you're asking me, I'm going to answer it, but it doesn't mean that you need to start getting confrontational. Like I'm not trying to switch you. Yeah. yeah so and there's I, a, like, there, love this, that we no, can like, just say it all. And, and you're, if you're like me and you don't like confrontation, just start using excuses no one needs to know and say like your kid is lactose intolerant. First of all, I wouldn't even know if Peyton is because she's never had it. So I can just say she is. Yeah, exactly. And I am confrontational and I tell everybody all yep. the truth. Like I met two new neighbors last night and Josh was like, how did it have to come up that you were vegan? And I was yep. like, "I it's not my fault. I don't know how it came up, but I tell everyone everything. Yep. And so I don't shy away from stuff, but Jenna's right. And Jenna constantly has to remind me, like, you don't have to tell everyone all your business. And I <laughs> but can't. But you have to tell me everything. So, But I will tell you everything. But, like, she's like, you don't have to tell people you just meet your business. And Josh had to come home and give me the same pep talk last night. I like, love Stop it. telling everyone all your business. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with the kids, I do want to say, I think you and I talked about this, but you did not ask it, Karen. Rude. Sorry. Um, about raising vegan kids and how we're depriving them because we yeah. get that. I have the mindset that, and one of my vegetarian friends gave me this mindset and I love it. It's beautiful. So her husband eats like hungry man dinners, you know, like the frozen food things. Yeah. And she is very organic, watches what her kids eat, vegetarian, has always been vegetarian that I know of. So this is when we were kind of delving into the whole vegetarianism. She was like, I'm basically raising my kids as vegetarians because I don't want them to say, my mom fed me meat without me 
knowing what was in it. And she was like, and then when they're adults or old enough to choose, then they can choose. And if they choose to put meat into their bodies, they have that right. And I am going to respect that right. And I was like, that's a really good way to put it. Like you can't take the meat out. Like I can't take away the fact that I gave my kid meat for so long and he could grow up and be like this huge animal right advocate and resent me for that. But so that's a flip. I think that's an interesting, which I would have never thought of. Um, that's a flip the script on what my thinking is by not giving the choice to not yeah. eat meat, where I'm always like, I'm not giving them the choice to eat meat. You're like, what if I'm not giving them the choice to withdraw from eating meat? Yeah. That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. And when she said that, I was like, that's a good point. So I was like, you're not saying your kid is never going to eat meat. You're saying I'm going to give them the chance to choose, but they can't have the chance to choose if I already put it in their bodies. And I was like, so I do let my kids, when we first started with my son, I let him choose. I gave him the power and the information. And now he's kind of funny. And it's like a joke with my family and my friends because he is like vegan boy. He has had a cookie here and there because and it's usually a social situation. Like my friends are doing it. I don't want to be left out, um, which we'll get into tips and tricks in the digging deeper one. But if it's like a something I know coming up, I'll provide him with an alternative that's similar. Yeah. And usually yeah. he's okay with it, but he has chosen every now and then. But now he's to the point to where he's almost like an extreme vegan. Zach too. And, <laughs> yes. First of all, he has made my in-laws feel like crap for eating meat. So now they don't eat meat in front of him. And he says it like, I want you to be healthy. I want you da 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 da. Everything he asks, is it vegan? And so it was a joke because we were at my cousin's house and she was like giving him, he was like, can I have some water? And she was like, sure. And they oh eat my God. their house. And so she's giving him <laughs> some water and she's like, would you like ice? And he's like, is it vegan ice? <laughs> and she's like, yes, honey, all ice is vegan. And he was like, well, I want to make sure yours is vegan ice. <laughs> And so it's always a joke with him. He'll just like ask people like, are you vegan? Like today we were at our friend's house and they were like, no, no, like we do whole 30. Like we're not vegan, but we'll feed you vegan if you're hungry. And he was like, okay, I can handle that. Oh my God. He's the best. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting in the article too, was talking about what advice do you have for parents who would like their children to maintain a plant-based diet as they get older, which I hadn't thought about. And so this is going back to um, Dr. Jackie. Keeping your kids strictly plant-based for the first few years is really easy. But once they go to school and are eating meals away from home and peers and peer pressure, it can get complicated. And she basically says it's kind of like all things in life. It's pretend it's smoking marijuana. I mean, shout out, love it. But (laughs) (laughs) but it's smoking cigarettes. Okay, so our kids, we raise them, we tell them what we hope for them. And then you at some point kind of have to let them go. And the harder you put restrictions on it, the more likely they are to rebel. So I've always tried to give like a free and easy I mean, I will try to guide Zach and be like, you know, here's the implications of what you're going to eat. But I also like last night, I was like, are you a vegan today or not? And (laughs) let him kind of guide the conversation because I want it to be his choice. I'm never going to make him be a plant based kid growing up or make him be if he if he turns 10 and says vegan is not for me, lady, uh, that's your choice because you are of an age that you can make those choices for yourself. Right now he loves it. And I let him go back and forth. Mikey says he's going to be vegan forever but Mikey's also going to marry me and never go to school so he's got some rude awakening yeah, he has the dream life so he yeah. does never go and he to wants school. a big belly and I love that and I'm just loves like, a big belly the bigger his belly the happier he is yep 
And it's interesting. And I think, and this is, again, just my point of view, growing up, anything my parents like, you cannot do this. You cannot do this. It was almost like fun to be like, ha I did it and you don't know. Like, (laughs) Can't wait to do it and not tell you. And so with my kids, I'm not tricking them per se, but I am influencing them to be vegans, but making them feel like they have power and control over the situation. Yeah. And that's I think all that's, kids want is to think, to have a false sense of power and control, honestly. All they want. Yeah. That's all they care about. Exactly. So yeah, I'm in charge, even if they're not in charge. I always give my kids two shitty options and let, like, okay, here's your choices. Do you want to clean up your toy room or do you want to do homeschool? They don't want to do either. They don't want to do homeschool. But like, they're yes. going to pick one. Yep. <laughs> homeschool is the Yes, thanks, Mom. Yay, let's do it. Um, okay, so we asked for questions. You want to get into some q and I don't know any of the questions, so I'm so excited. Sent you like one. <laughs> oh, well, I don't probably. Okay. Jenna's the social media manager of this relationship. Right? So this was my favorite. Why, though? With the little girls. Oh, my God. Them. Why, though? With the hands. I love that one. <laughs> so my main reason is health followed by animal Love. What's yours? My main reason is my whole family on my dad's side dies early of blood clots and heart attacks. Oh, shit. And, you got to be plant-based or something. <laughs> and Exactly. And when I watched the video and it showed what it could do for cardiovascular health, as well as when you read this article and it tells you that it can literally reverse diabetes and take you off all medications. Um, so my number one is heart disease. And my number two is climate. Yeah. Um, if we look into the fact that the meat industry is the number one cause of greenhouse gases and the global warming issues. I and about all that. That's a big one too. <laughs> the supply chain of food. They're saying, I read an article last night and my, I couldn't sleep last night. I was up for three hours because I forgot to take my meds. I was wondering um, why you were up. So that's what I figured it out this morning. I was like, Oh, I never took these yesterday. So I was up from 1230 to 330. I even like woke up. My husband was like, what are you doing? <laughs> he was like, I have to get up at five. And I was like, anyways, I had a bad dream. Will you talk to me? Hey, you want to see this TikTok real quick? Hey, let's talk about this. And then I just went downstairs and just watched nonsense on my phone. But it was saying that if we redirected all the grain that we feed cows to mm-hmm. poor and starving countries, everybody would be covered. So like there is so much of the ecosystem that is destroyed by cows grazing. And like oh, we're just talking about stuff, the beef if you industry. Google that, it is mind-blowing what – I didn't know a lot of this until last night even. Yeah. Like what <laughs> – dairy farms and all that stuff does to like our economy and our land and the green gas. Oh my gosh. Like I went down that rabbit hole one time and I was like, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm vegan already. Like I've, I've got this handled. <laughs> so, it's, another, yeah. right? it's, it's similar to my viewpoint, but I also asked my brother because I was like, why since you got us yeah. to do this? And he said, my mom's cancer was his driving force. And from that point on, like from when she got sick, he wanted to make sure he didn't end up like our parents who died in their 50s. I guess my dad was 60, just turned 60. And so their diseases had a lot to do with it. And then when he started watching the videos, which my husband has watched, to see what happens to the animals, then he was like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm completely done. And I still have not watched those. My husband has watched them and I cannot, like I said. So health is the biggest thing. If you start researching the effects of meat on your body, and I'm not just saying from conspiracy theories or anything like that. It's no. it's insane. So Arnold Schwarzenegger is a vegan, you guys. And so Josh is always like, I can't gain muscle because I'm a vegan. And I'm like, Arnold can do uh, it. If Arnold can do it, you can do it. 
Yep. Don't pretend that your dietary needs exceed Arnold Schwarzenegger's. I'm sorry they don't. So this one is probably going to be a little more directed towards you. Mm -hmm. How to be a vegan when your partner is a, in caps, Texas meat man. And I have heard this a lot. Like one (laughs) spouse doesn't want to do it. And I have friends who are vegetarian, vegan, but their spouse is not. I say, you do you. Give your spouse, your partner, your boyfriend the information. Just send them stuff and be like, I would really appreciate it if you read this, as well as saying why you want to go vegan. If it's just like, I want to try this fad, they might not be on board. But if you're like, I'm scared because of the rates of cancer and how high it's risen, Alzheimer's or dementia or heart disease or whatever, like they're going to support you. So what do you think? Yeah. And I've said that to Josh. Josh, And I I also think there's an aspect to um, Texas Meat Man. You have to make it exciting for him. Josh is a huge foodie and loves going out to restaurants. So I have to put a little bit extra time into finding us really cool, interesting, weird vegan restaurants so mm. he can get excited about it. That Isn't we're not it kind of fun though? Like it's so fun. Oh my God. We went to a vegan restaurant. Did I tell you this? We went to our first indoor restaurant. I think I told you. What? And I did. I think you yeah. sent a picture of the menu. Yeah, yes, yes. So it was indoor. It was um on like the top level of Saks um in downtown Chicago. It was all vegan. It was so fun. Like you would not have believed the food we ate. You have to kind of, it's kind of like, like you have to keep it spicy. I like Um, that idea. Like let's try this new and like all these new restaurants. And when I went vegan, I ordered like some boxes to give me meal inspiration. Then I went on Forks and Knives and downloaded, they let you do like a free two week trial so you can download like a meal plan with recipes. And I really went like all out with all of our options and how fun this could be. And then because I'm not the cook, I pulled away and Josh kind of stepped in and just started recreating a lot of them. That's cool. Um, I don't push it on him. If he wants to go out and have meat, he can. He doesn't bring it really into the house because there's just not much need for it. You can't make a grown man do anything he doesn't want to do. You can encourage it. But Josh knows. And I've said straight up to Josh. Yeah. Like this isn't a fad diet for me. This is my dad is dead. You're my last remaining best friend. Exactly. And you need to be here. And so if I can cut down your meat consumption by 80%, Mm -hmm. that's fine by me. But our kids are going to keep doing it. That helps the environment. It helps us. It helps the kids understand. It helps all of it. Yeah. I will say my brother, when he first approached us, it was almost out of anger. And I understand because we were all pissed because my mom is dying at this point. I had bought her something that had milk in it because she hadn't eaten in two days. And I was like, I'm to the point where like, whatever she'll eat, I'm going to go get it. We weren't labeling ourselves as vegan at this point. And he was like, you don't know what you're doing. Like preachy, preachy, preachy. And then I think my mom had just passed or I don't know. All that's a blur. Anyways, in that same time frame, he was living with us for a bit, like staying with us until he figured out his next move because he was staying with my mom some. And he basically came to us with a concerned outlook and compassion. He basically was emotional. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, we're doing it. Like... Yeah, don't I'll come say, at me like, hostile. Come yeah. at me sweet and you'll yeah, get Yeah, and like his want. motivation before was like, you should, you should, you should. And then it was like, please, please, please. And there's this website, Earthling Ed. He is Ooh. awesome. And he has a ebook that you can download and it's free. And it has like what to say to people when they confront you about veganism and how to talk to people. And his biggest thing is stop making statements and start asking them in like an inquisitive way and in a kind yeah. way. And I was like, hell yeah, like, let's be vegan and kind. 
And it's awesome. So I'll link that too. And it's a really good resource because if you're like me, like you get uncomfortable when people start coming at you. And there were some questions on there that I had like not even thought of. And I was like, this is a really good resource. Next is favorite recipes, which we will include on the podcast as well as into our Digging Deeper episode. Yeah, we're going to do a Digging Deeper about what we eat. um, So you can skip it if it's of no interest to you. And then we're also going to do... Um, an Instagram story, and then we'll save it to like our Instagram page. Yep, a and highlight. We're 30, That's the word. So Instagram, we think we're hip, but we're not that hip. So if we're doing it wrong or you have tips on how we can do it better in terms of organization, please shoot them our way. Or just let Jenna get kicked off Reddit again for trying oh, to promote the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so the next two go hand in hand, but also I'm not going to read my husband's because my husband decided to get on there and ask questions that he's been asked and they were all very like inappropriate. God that, damn it, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> there are things which we'll get into Mr. Wilson in our digging. <laughs> um, so these two go hand in hand about protein. So one just says, where does your protein come from? Which we kind of addressed. And the other one says getting higher protein. I'm assuming... This is from somebody who's an athlete. Gas slash the meat dash the meat substitutes, beans, lentils did not agree with me. I would say, first of all, I had issues with the whole grains at first because my body wasn't used to it. I read to slowly introduce it. So like I couldn't eat a whole bowl of oatmeal because I wasn't used to that. So I like struggled with all that stuff. It was like gas, bloat, all of that. I read to slowly do it because your body is not only adjusting to the food, but the chemicals, the stuff in your stomach that breaks down. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all trying to change and switch. And so when you do something drastically, you're going to have a drastic outcome. So I would say don't just use beans and lentils right away as your meat substitute. Maybe try, which I've heard mixed reviews on if veggie burgers, vegan burgers, all that stuff I've heard some people say that like the Beyond Meat upsets their stomach in the vegan communities, but I'm assuming those were probably like extreme vegans for years and then they're adding in this stuff. Um, So you can try that. You can try protein powders. They make plant-based ones. I know you do like bars, right? Like protein bars. I do bars. bars. I do protein powders. I will recommend anything you want to know. I try to keep my protein really high, like I said, because I strength train and I'm always convinced I'm going to be too low. So I'm in... I am pushing protein at every meal and I need that. I know for my energy, Mm -hmm. that's just how my body functions. And I also, you, if you become a vegan, you're going to have to throw your old macros out the window because your carbohydrates are going to be much higher and your fats going to, your healthy fats are going to be, we eat a shit ton of peanut butter around here. Yes. And we do avocado, like, and nuts and your fats going to be higher. Your carbohydrates are going to be higher. Your protein is going to be a little lower. But my body, I mean, it's taken me a year to dial it in, but my body composition now is better than it's been since I've had kids. We eat, I know you don't eat a ton of beans. We do. But I wouldn't just dive in and have like, like I would have them as a side and then slowly. Beans for lunch, beans for breakfast, beans for dinner. Really like increase that as well as watch what kind of beans you're eating. One, if we eat beans from a restaurant, we feel completely different than if we eat them at home. Oh, they're so salty. If you're buying them from a store, look at the ingredients. If you're buying them from a can, it might not just be beans. My biggest thing would be buy your beans, soak them. I think you sprout them and then cook them, but soak them. And they're actually so much better as well. So watch your source. Like where are you getting 
Yeah, we get the big um, heirloom, I think it's bag of beans from Costco, and it's like a 10-pound bag for like $10, and they're all really well-sourced. Yep. And you soak them overnight and cook them the next day, and you can eat beans for six months. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. Um, And then lentils, we do lentils in a lot of stuff, and so it doesn't bother us. But I do know that feeling. So I would say ease into it. Remember, it's an adjustment. Any dietary adjustment you make, you're going to see results, positive and negative. When we switched to paleo, I mean, my stomach was messed up for so long and then it kind of got adjusted and I just, I just didn't feel right on it. And then with, when we switched to vegan, the only thing I noticed was we were eating more whole grains and that bothered me at first. And now if I eat something like from a restaurant, I get bloat or if I don't have enough water, I get bloat. But besides that, I really don't. I mean, maybe if- it's crazy. Yeah. There was, I mean, I'm not kidding you when I say six or se- six out of seven days a week, I was having trouble buttoning my jeans and yeah. I weighed the same for three years because the bloat, I couldn't figure out which food, obviously all the foods were bothering me, right? but now I know like I eat basically the same five things every day because I know it's not going to bother my stomach. I know the macros are right. I know my energy is going to- I was up for half the night last night and I feel fucking fine today. I was going to say that too. Like I need my sleep and I don't need that midday coffee. I enjoy the midday coffee. Love it. I love to just get on that roller coaster and see if it's going to send me in an anxious spiral or give me just or the be right that buzz. fun fucking mom that's Woo! like jumping in the pool. Which Let's one? Let's go somewhere. <laughs> I so, like the Russian roulette of an afternoon coffee. <laughs> right? But I will say, if we eat out, like even if we eat vegan, yeah, I'll be more tired the next day. Absolutely. There's your tips and tricks. Hit us up with any questions, comments, anything. The milk industry is going to email you and be like, I don't appreciate the way you spoke about me on your episode. Okay. Real quick on the milk industry. Um, I didn't know this either. Google like what pediatricians, like who pays and oh, who gives them their research. Holy shit. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. Who came up with a food pyramid that has... I wonder. I think it was hmm. a vegan... Yeah, it's not. Yeah, the the old food pyramid that has the heavy emphasis on um, meats and cheese is Mm -hmm. not um, coming from a straight up source. But now we're becoming conspiracy theorists. However, um, even if you don't believe in climate change, even if you don't believe that cows are smart as dogs, even if you don't believe any of it, Mm -hmm. look at the health implications. And even if you don't give a shit about your health implications and you're like, Ride or die, like my dad, like I'm going to live fast, die young. Even then, look at how your kids are eating and see if how they're eating right now is going to serve them into adulthood. Because as someone who studied child psychology and continues to study it for fun, um, the neural pathways regarding food and sugar are formed between birth and five. And the pathways that are forming in your kids' brains now stick with them for life. And if they're doing what my kids were doing, which was, I want chicken nuggets and macaroni, and I might lick a piece of broccoli. Yeah. Think about what you can implement. Even if it's one day a week, we're going to try a new weird food. And if if they're not into it, have them help you make it. My kids are so much oh more God. apt they to love eat it. something they help make. And then we had a garden. The Right when we became vegans, we grew a garden, and we were pulling our own lettuce and washing it. Garden food rarely even makes it inside with the exception of melons because we always have way too many melons. Because they just I, like, Yeah, and – 
if you can make them a part, I mean, I know that that's a very privileged place to be able to have, like you guys have a fully functioning garden with like a hydro system, but our garden was like a rotten, gross garden, but we'd still eat the lettuce off of it. And we get some broccoli once in a while. And my kids thought it was the coolest thing ever. And like, you can institute little things to tweak things. If this is of interest to you, if it is not of interest to you, I'm sorry that we've wasted your time and don't listen to the digging deeper, but We get so many questions that we just wanted to put the information out there as well as quell the rumors that we are raising malnourished children because we're not. No. We're raising children that may be fucked up for other reasons, but they will not be malnourished. No, (laughs) not at all. And with the malnourishment, I do want to touch on one thing. I've heard some people say like vegan kids are shorter. My kid is 90th percentile. My Both daughter's men, yeah. 50, but my dad was only 5'8", and Brandon's family is like 5'2", five, 5'3", five, I think. I don't know. Sorry if that's wrong. They're short. My husband's only 5'8", so we have those genes in Only? Us. Your husband is a manly 5'8". It's fine. Manly 5'8". He put 5'9 <laughs> on his dating profile, and that's why I was like, okay, had I known it was 5'8", I don't know if we would be here. <laughs> <laughs> I know but it is hard because Zach is a I'm a naturally thinner leaning person so Mikey leans towards Josh and no one would ever question if Mikey was undernourished but if you look at Zach's indented butt cheeks you might think he's undernourished and he's had two broken legs so people are always like it's because you don't feed him milk and so I've had to face all of the oh critiques God. and criticisms and I've had to face it 50 times head on but He's 90th percentile. He's super smart. He's developmentally sound. He's and he looks gonna, like a lean body. Like when you see him yeah, like yeah. in a swimsuit, like he looks like a lean He's got body. abs. Yeah, exactly. Not like <laughs> undernourished. You know what I mean? Like there's a big difference. Josh my- is always like, how do I get his abs? And I'm like, well, I mean, we have a long list, but I, I think he does. Genetic he's a yoga. Yeah. <laughs> he's a yogi and he eats really healthy. Yep. So with that, if you have any questions, comments, want help getting started, listen to our next episode and please reach out to us. We're always here to help. I love getting questions about this because I love like helping people with it. So it's really fun. And while you're at it, remember to call your therapist and don't forget to take your meds like I did yesterday. (laughs) Bye. Take your meds.